We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up and welcome to the uncontested podcast post game edition where the Thunder came home and beat the Portland Trailblazers. I want to make sure I get these numbers right. 139 to 77. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niff, and I got my guy Justin with me. Hello, everybody. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Streaming the show live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you are in the live stream tonight, thank you so much. Make sure to go hit that like button while you're here. It just helps more people see the show. Helps out the algorithm. Each like makes me feel a little bit better about my life. So please do so. Let's get the same number of likes on this video as the point differential in this game. That would be wonderful. If you listen to the podcast version, thank you so much for downloading. We really appreciate you. You should go drop a five-star rating while you're there. Write a little note in the comments. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Make sure you sub to the YouTube channel where you can find all the podcasts live. We're live every Sunday at 9 p.m. And after every Thunder game, almost every Thunder game, we're also live Wednesdays at 9 as well. This is pod number four this week, Justin. You thought the Thunder were busy. (laughs) Why don't you come talk to the uncontested boys? The Thunder get off a four-game road trip where they went two and two, playing on a Sega Baba back in OKC. And Justin, we knew the Blazers sucked. Mm -hmm. Indeed. But like they beat the Brooklyn Nets the other night who beat Mm -hmm. Oklahoma City. So you're like, oh, second night of a back-to-back. These dudes are super tired. Portland's bad, but maybe they got a little bit of juice. And the game started off 5-0. Scoot Henderson got a steal and a layup, and then a three-pointer within like 40 seconds. At the 11-20 mark, this game was 5-0. 
And I thought, damn. Here we it's go the again. Same, the same start we've seen. Here we go again. The Thunder proceeded to go on an 18-2 to two run after that. At one point, Justin, the Blazers had 60-plus points. And the Thunder had them doubled up. That's stupid. I was rooting for it, like, facetiously, and then it actually happened. That's I, that's the kind of game it was tonight. <laughs> I tweeted facetiously that the Thunder were in the ballpark of finally exercising those Memphis demons and the worst loss in NBA history. Yeah. They got within nine at one point of that. They did. They, they had and they, single digits. If if the Thunder don't pull their starters, you know, a third of the way through the third quarter, it, it probably gets there. But, oh, if they don't pull the starters, if they play a normal rotation, this might be a 100-point game. Yes. I'm not being ridiculous either. Like, it might be a 100-point game. Yep. I, I totally agree. And I think if you want to have a big takeaway, my big takeaway is just like, started from the bottom, now we're here. Like, look at, look at us now of that Memphis game where the, the lowest of lows in the rebuild, the worst feeling you can have, getting clowned endlessly on social media, deservedly so, mm-hmm. and just watching, like, the worst basketball you've ever seen in your life, to here we are now watching this Thunder team be on the other side of things. We were joking in our uncontested chat during the game of, like, I don't even know what you take away from this game. Like it was such a blowout. It kind of feels like like podcasting of the, the tanking years again, except it's the flip side. We've come full circle. It used to be, well, the thunder lost by 30 again, but here's some things we can look forward to. It's the thunder win by 62 and largest win in thunder basketball history. There's so much you can can enjoy and look forward to from this team that, that was on full display tonight. 100%. I think what they've done so far this week is what I hoped following how they started this road trip. I I wanted to see them come out and just put the hurt on somebody. And I thought it would be the wizards, which didn't really happen. Uh, Didn't really happen. Any obvious do good. Couldn't do it. (laughs) I don't, I don't think that's it. And I didn't really expect it to happen against Miami, but this was an opportunity where if the thunder hadn't, come out and laid an egg against Atlanta and Brooklyn. I'm probably like going going ahead and and sharpening this one in as like a thunder blowout. But because of those two games, yes, the Trailblazers stink, but it just felt like yeah, I don't know. And to your point like how how Portland started the game, you didn't know what thunder team you were going to get. So to get yeah. Knights version of the Thunder, especially on a Sega Baba traveling back from Miami. They they mentioned on the broadcast a couple times they got in at three in the morning. That's not easy to do. We've seen this team take their foot off the gas in the last week. So for them to come out and do this shows growth, shows development, shows exactly what you want to see from a young team of like, hey, remember when we dropped that terrible game to Atlanta after beating the Celtics? Let's not do that again. Yeah. And they emphatically did not do that again tonight. Totally agree with you. It's it's great to see. Now they get day and a half off before they play Orlando Saturday night. I have uh, tickets to that game. Nice. Uh, I think I think post game, like after the game is over, walking back to the car, the wind chill is supposed to be like minus ten. Nice. So uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Um, 
and then another road trip. We'll talk about that in a second. For those of you that are live with us in the chat tonight, please drop your questions, your comments, so we can get to them because I, I literally I don't know what to talk about in this post game. Like it's just such an ass whooping. So Justin, I thought one thing we could talk about is I wanted to talk about um, just some absurd stats from this game, just some craziness. Okay. The Thunder did not have a single player as a minus in the plus minus category. Lindy Waters barely snuck it out with a zero. Okay. Okay. The Thunder played five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 guys. Can you guess who had the biggest plus minus and who it was? I'm going to guess J Dub. And good guess. J Dub was Do you want the me to lowest guess? plus minus of all the starters. Oh, okay. It was a plus 39. Oh, God. <laughs> Nine of 10 from the field, seven <laughs> rebounds, four assists, two blocks, 21 points. A plus 39 was the lowest of the starters. Okay. I'll guess Chet then. Chet and Shea were tied for second lowest at plus 41. Good grief. Shea had 31 points on 15 shots. He was eight of eight from the free throw line, five rebounds, four assists, two block, or sorry, one block. Okay. Um, Dort. Jesus, it's Justin. not Dort. I don't feel like it's Dort, but Dort was second highest of the starters okay. with a plus forty-five. He had eleven points, three rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. <laughs> Josh Giddy, a team and game high plus forty-six. Wow, thirteen, ten, and twelve seems with good. Three blocks, five of five from the field, and just some ridiculous passes. Ridiculous. I dubbed him Giddy the Gray tonight because the slob wizard was slobbing. <laughs> he wasn't the only one. The I, I agree. Like best Giddy game of the season, hands down. Again, hard hard to evaluate, right? Yeah. In, in which it was a glorified G League game at times, but what I saw from Giddy was phenomenal. The aggressiveness and getting to the paint like that that was what stood out most to me in the first quarter from everyone is just that the trailblazers had no option to stop the thunder from getting into the paint so like you love to see that getting using his size (laughs) right using his size on scoot henderson uh love to see that his passing was incredible not only like what we come to expect from him on out of bounds plays, but also like the literal full court pass that he threw tonight, looking like an that was NFL quarterback. That was a dime. Unbelievable. Just all around really great game from Josh. Not that there was probably anyone you could look at the performance tonight and say, mm, they had a bad game, but like even when the game was still competitive, as competitive as it got, it, it felt like he was doing all the right things. So I hope that that feels like a momentum builder. He's, he's strung together a couple solid performances now, mm-hmm. hopefully going into the Orlando game that continues. And, and we get to turn this into a little bit of a, a little bit of a streak. Definitely. I think going back to that game in Sacramento was a real turning point for Josh. What was maybe even more important for me tonight, Justin was not like how well Josh played, because we've seen good games from him recently, like some very yep. good games. Yep. But the enjoyment, like after that lob to Chet, and he's like hyped, like yep. high five and Chet on the way down the court. 
we haven't really seen that a lot from him this year. And we can speculate why, for sure. There's a lot of stuff going on in the kid's life at the age of 21 right now. Um, a lot of adversity, right? But just to see how much fun he was having, the joy of the team. The I vibes think, were immaculate. The, the vibes are great. The vibe. I, I don't know what the hell Shea was doing to J-Dub's hair on the bench there. <laughs> at I the saw end. that. Um, Josh got uh, rewarded with a pocket full of candy. Did you see that? Yes. I don't know who that guy was and why he's walking around with a pocket full of candy. You know, that's how I motivate my children. So <laughs> it works. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> so let, let's let's continue this little guessing game. And okay. I think the chat has spoiled it. Do you know on the Blazers who had the worst plus minus? Um, well, thank goodness I wasn't looking at the chat. Oh, okay. Uh, worst plus minus. I'm going to... For I, reference, the Blazers, everyone was a minus except yeah, for Ray right. and Repair, who okay. was a zero. Great. I'll just say Scoot. It was Scoot. Can you guess hey. what his minus was? Let's go minus... 47 56 oh man my man scoot henderson said about a week and a half ago that the rookie of the year race was still open wide open this man had 13 points on 21 (laughs) shots tonight he's been playing well lately but uh not not one to make his rookie of the year case tonight that's very much so uh just some more staggering stats the blazers shot eight more shots than the thunder they shot 28 of 101. Golly. <laughs> That's good for 27.7%. Oh, my god! They were 11 of, 11 of 49 from three. So half of their shots were three-point shots. One thing I really noticed in that first half was they tried to go inside, and then they realized, yeah. oh, shit, we just can't try Chet. Uh-huh. And then they were terrified to go inside. Uh-huh. I mean, the and rim protection was just... Absurd. Speaking of weird stats, Chet, the only Thunder starter to not record a block tonight. It's crazy. They didn't give him a chance. Nobody went at him. (laughs) I had a tweet earlier today about how many times this season the Thunder have out-rebounded their opponent and how many times they have shot more free throws than their opponent. Those numbers are not large. I don't have them in front of me right now. They are not large. The Thunder tonight out-rebounded the Blazers 59-42. to Part of that is because the Blazers missed so many shots. There were just a ton of available rebounds. They shot six more free throws than the Blazers, 22-16. to um, Thunder season high, 41 assists. Unbelievable. Which is that, incredible. This recent stretch with the assists, it, despite the losses, have been insane. And yeah. it's, it's a joy to watch this team move the basketball 41 assists on what was it 53 baskets that'll do that is insane (laughs) and then i had another stat here um courtesy of daniel bell our guy daniel bell uh, basketball guru d on twitter okc is the first team to shoot 50 percent or better from the floor in 10 straight games since the san antonio spurs can you guess what year the spurs did it 2000 and say five. Let me pull it up again. 1993. Wow. 
Okay. Your boy was three years old the last time that happened. <laughs> That's insane. That is wild. The efficiency of this team has been through the damn roof. You mentioned the passing. Some of the passes and some of the plays they made tonight, like some of them were just like showtime. Mm-hmm. Insane. Like, And then a lot of it was just swing, 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 bucket. Like the the connectedness the team has right now, the willingness to get off the ball and make the right play constantly is just freaking awesome. Like they are so much fun to watch because they are such an unselfish basketball team that is just making the right plays. And I think that's that comes down to two things. Number one is coaching. And number two is having guys on the team that not only understand the vision, but are willing to play for the greater good. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I think the the amount of buy-in is has been on full display lately. And it's such like I said, it's such a joy to watch them to watch them move the ball because when you look at the assist distribution, right? We're used to Thunder teams in the past where, you know, Russ got his triple double with assists. And then, like, maybe one or got one because they didn't have a chance to touch the ball. Exactly. But tonight you had Giddy with 12, but then three, four, four, two, two, three, four, one, two, two. Like everybody got involved. Looking looking down the stat sheet, there's only two players that didn't record an assist tonight, and it's Aaron Wiggins and Kenrich Williams, who played a combined 17 minutes. Yeah. Like that that again, unbelievable. And it's hard to maybe evaluate a stat like that on a night like tonight. But I think when you pull back and look at the broader themes of how this team has been playing lately, especially the, the unselfishness and ball movement has been incredible. And I think that's something that win or lose this team's going to be able to hang their hat on. And they're going to be able to, to find success. If you continue to move the ball like that more often than not. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I think they will continue to move the ball like that. Like there's no signs yeah, that that is going away. There's um, no signs that this is a, a blip or an anomaly. Yeah. I I was recently reheard a Mark Dagnall quote about Shea. I mean, we could have a totally different discussion about the MVP race. Yes, we could. We are getting into the territory of Joel Embiid, maybe not even qualifying because yep. of the game's missed. Yep. Shea is currently second in odds 
depending how the rest of the month of January goes, January is the difficult month. Mm-hmm. If they stay top two in the West in January, like I think we're at a coin flip on Shea winning MVP this year. Mm, boy. I think we're at it's, a coin flip. It's it's nuts. Like, I think it, we might get MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Coach of the Year this year, Justin. I legitimately think it's possible. <laughs> the Holy um, Trinity. When you have a guy like that, a guy that is not an all-star, but a caps lock superstar. Yep. An all-NBA, uh, an, all an MVP. Mm-hmm. Going to be top three MVP. Like, yep. not even a doubt in my mind. He might win the award this year. I, I legitimately think that. The quote from Mark was that this game pulls those superstars away from the team. The attention, the touches, the media coverage, um, the endorsements, all of that, it makes you individualized. And you have to be intentional about wanting to be a team player, about wanting to stay grounded and stay part of that unit and not get separated from that unit. Yep. And Shea's willingness to do that, and it's been on display so much. If the guy wanted to, Justin, he could shoot 30 times a night. He could ISO and just cook the shit out of the league. Yep. And he doesn't. Totally. Yep. I mean, we've been quoting this one a lot the past week, but the the penultimate like moment of that is him screening for Dub at the end of the the Boston game, being willing to be right. the the decoy yep. to get Dub the shot to win the game. Like the connectedness of this team, the togetherness of this team, the buy-in, the coaching. It's just a really really special season. We talked preseason that this might be one of the funnest Thunder seasons in the history of the team as far as talent, upside, expectations. Last year was awesome. Last year was a ton of fun. Those early Russ, KD, Harden games and years, yep, a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm older. I'm not as, as young as I was whenever the, the original Big Three was here. I think this might be the funnest team in Thunder history, Justin. I really do. It it's I mean, it's hard to argue against. I think the lack of expectations coming into this year, I the optimism and the hope and like you could see things happening, but there's no like pressure. There's no expectations of like if the Thunder don't fill in the blank, make the playoffs, make the Western Conference Finals, make the NBA Finals, then the season's a failure. And that that's what happens once you start finding success is those expectations come in. The Thunder are going to have those expectations next season, mm-hmm. and it's going to change the vibe of the season dramatically. Not only expectations next season, Justin, I think the expectation next season is the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, well, am I wrong? I'll reserve until I see what happens the rest of this season to make that, but it's definitely trending that way. Um, And, and so you you just can't help but sit back and enjoy this season. I'm with you. I was in college during this part of the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, under 1.1.0. I was out of state, so like I could count the number of games I actually got to watch on hand for the on one hand from those first couple of seasons. And so that that's a big change for me of like just getting to kind of take it in night after night, like four times this week already, uh, just kind of being in awe of what this team is able to do. It's so much fun. It's, it's 
this season, like you said, it's going to be one we look back on in 10, 15 years and just feel nostalgic for no matter where it goes from here, because this is this is kind of like that moment for this team, the the arrival that Sam Presti alluded to. Cannot agree more. Cannot agree more. Um, I had a point I was going to make, and I've just completely lost it. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a news item now, 22 minutes into the podcast. Okay. You just mentioned that you were out of state, living out of state, uh, going to college mm-hmm. that first run and got to watch like five games. A lot of Thunder fans are about to get to watch this team maybe for the first time since the rebuild coming this is up. true. As the Oklahoma City Thunder have announced that they are going to air every Friday night game. I believe that's eight more games this season. Yep. Every Friday night game will not be on Bally, but will be on broadcast TV on the uh, News 9 affiliate, which I believe is channel 52 in OKC. Mm -hmm. Will not be available on Hulu or on YouTube TV, which sucks, but it will be available just via your antenna. Going to be honest with you, it's the year 2024. I do not have an antenna. <laughs> I will buy one, or uh, I have heard you can like stick a paper clip in your TV and you can like MacGyver this thing. There you go. And you can get the antenna. You should not do that. Uh, yeah, your boy's going to get electrocuted. You guys have you to can do get that. an antenna for like 12 bucks. Yeah. You can go to Walmart and get one. Mm-hmm. You can get one off Amazon, whatever. I think that's awesome. It's a great and move. Justin, I don't know if you. So director of broadcasting, something like that for the Thunder. I forget his official title. Rob Mahoney uh, did an interview with Nick Gallo on the Thunder's official podcast, Thunder Basketball U. Mm -hmm. He also went on News 9 Mm -hmm. um, one morning and talked about this. And one quote that jumped out to me was he basically said that they know a large number of the fan base are unable to access games Yep. And the team is a little inaccessible right now. And they are looking to fix that. And they do not know what next season looks like, mm-hmm. but they wanted to take advantage of this opportunity. Yep. Justin, to me, that screams, this is a test run, and they're thinking about doing it next year. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I think that... I wouldn't say every team, but like obviously, no, nobody's unaware of the suck fest that has been Valley Sports this year. I think it's a great move to consider local TV. Like I, I applauded it when when the Suns announced that that's what their plans were. I think even if it's not all the games, it's a it's a big win of just getting access and growing fans of the game. And what better time to do that for the Thunder than than right now? Because it, it has been such a chore for most people to try and watch this Thunder team the last few years that with their performance on the court, for a lot of people, it wasn't worth it. But now you have the opportunity to bring in a whole new group of fans, casual fans, right? Like it's, it's a uh, derogative on NBA Twitter to call somebody a casual, but like the casuals are important to a team. Yeah. The the casuals are important to the economics of a team. The casuals are important to the fan environment of a team. Like all of that matters. And while you probably don't have the same appreciation for tonight, if you weren't sitting there watching them lose by 74 to the Grizzlies, but 
that's still that's still an important person the thunder have the opportunity to bring in i think as this team grows that's that's a huge win me selfishly currently living in dallas i'm not entirely sure i'm gonna watch friday night thunder basketball from here on out but i'll figure it out and we'll go from there so i overall i think it's a it's a big big plus definitely and just the inaccessibility of it like I, don't. I have to log into Bally seven times a week, it feels like. No crap, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. And like, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. Like, I, I really, really don't. I'm trying to figure out like the most delicate way to say this. An example would be like, my grandma wants to watch the games. Yes. But by the time I try to walk her through, you have to pay for a subscription. Yep. And then you have to download this app on your TV. And then you have to log into this app and create a username and password. Yep. And then you have to uh, do this. Like, it's so many steps for people that, like, generally older populations who are not used to, like, smart TVs, that it's, like, almost, like, not even worth it. Exactly. And so I think just making the games more accessible, it's also kind of like throwing a bone to the fans. Hey, you guys funded the $900 million dollars. For the arena. Here you go. Watch the maybe, games. Maybe you should be able to watch the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a, no shit, what a right? thought. <laughs> uh, Nick Jordan in the chat says, then the audio doesn't work on <laughs> Bally. For real. 100%. My favorite um, thing that's been happening lately is the game will be playing, and then the little pop-up is like, oops, out of bounds. Something's gone wrong. But, like, the game's literally playing behind the pop-up that yep. says that. Anyway. It's horrible. The joys. Um, Justin, we have, by my calculations, a metric crap ton of people in the chat tonight. That is. And a lot of them are mm-hmm. dropping comments. Would you like to take us on a trip through the comment section? I would love hit, to. Hit some of your favorite comments, quotes, questions as, uh, as we start to wrap this one up tonight. I would also like to start with uh, some of the comments we got on Twitter. You tweeted sometime late in the game. You said, so what do we even talk about on tonight's podcast? And we got, we got some good, uh, good responses to that. Uh, we have people asking, are we weather prepared? We're supposed to get some, some nasty cold weather this weekend. Do you have your faucet covers in place? Do you have your milk and bread stocked up? So, uh, I'm anti big bread, big dairy as you should be, but, uh, shout out. That was Hayden Peterson that tweeted that. Yes. Um, that reminded me to go unscrew the hose from the water faucet outside clutch and wrap up my, my faucets before it gets, uh, super cold so shout out to hayden for the reminder saving your pipes we also had silva asking uh, come on man we also had silva asking how we like our steak oh this is a good one justin you take this one first okay medium rare there is no other answer agreed medium rare um (laughs) but i I didn't grow up a steak guy it's been the past past six years i've become a steak guy yeah i'm going I, I got the seasoning. I'm going ribeye, mm. seasoned, mm. on the cast iron skillet, reverse sear. Nice. Basting it with some garlic butter to a medium rare. I'm coming to Jacob's. Dude, come over. It's so good. I so grew up good. eating well-done steaks cooked over an open charcoal that was like chewing a tire. Mm-hmm. So I and was like low-quality cuts. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first time i ate a good ribeye i was like what is this what is this it's kind of how i felt about the thunder game tonight all right we have meek leak reminiscing in the chat we're at 26 wins getting close to 30 
Remember thinking we'd be happy just cracking 40 to start the season? Remember when we did over-unders at the beginning of the season? Yes. We were saying like 43, 44. 45. I think I said 45 and was like the highest on yeah. the pod. They might get 60. <sighs> insane. It's insane. Uh, we have a lot of people uh, pining that are uh, wishing the Thunder had won by 69 points tonight. Same. Same. Would have been nice. Hey, one year we did a teacher versus student basketball game and uh, undefeated, never lost, by the way. <laughs> and one year we were like halfway through the fourth quarter and the teachers had 69 points. Incredible. And I told everybody, do not score another basket. We are, we are clock killing like a high school game. We are <laughs> clock killing the rest of this game. <laughs> Amazing. All right, um, Taylor, we have a question. First seed Thunder. They are first. I think they're tied for first. They right are now? first seed right now, tied with the Timberwolves. But Hell, yes. I think the question is, first seed Thunder, does this does this stick around? Does this last? It's hard to say. But I think, man, I think I'm now at a lock that they have home court mm, in the first round. Like, I'm locking. I like it. I like it. Got another question. We got a good look at the bench tonight. Did anything stand out to you? Uh, you want to take this one first? You want me to, to, to take it? Uh, you, you go ahead. The, what I call them, big meats on the, on the Twitter tonight. The big meats man. He's coming around, Justin. He is. He's been Leech playing it, really le- well. Le- leaves you some, something to be desired defensively. I yep. think it's always, at one point tonight, they had him on Shaden Sharp, and I was like, Mitch's mind is blown right now. He has never <laughs> seen somebody this athletic in his life. Uh, oh uh, his default is no looks. He refuses to yeah. look at the pass he is yeah. making. Right. But man, he gets them so many good baskets. So many easy baskets. It's yeah. it's beautiful. It's great. I think uh, you know, theme of the game like it's hard to take too much away from a game like tonight. I hoped for a little more from Oos. He had a couple nice moments, but like He's been balling lately in the G League. I was hey, so hoping, is Keontae. Yeah. I was hoping to see I was hoping to see a little bit, I don't know, like give me give me something ridiculous to overreact to. That's what I was hoping for. Um all right, we have another we have a a uh, super chat question. Hey. Alan McIntosh says, "I have a bet with my friend and bro on how many wins we get. I'm not feeling so good about it. I said 46." The loser buys a winner a meal at Wingstop. So, Alan, did you take 46 or under? Because if you took mm. 46 or under, my brother in Christ, you are cooked. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yeah. You're like the Portland Trailblazers tonight. But if you took 46 and over, I had wing, my wife and I had Wingstop two nights ago. Yes. Get you some of those fries. I went, uh, I went boneless hickory barbecue and the garlic parm. Solid. Very good. I love wings up so much. If you went 46 on the nose, that was a bad bet on your part. You got to take an over or under. You can't go a specific number, my guy. <laughs> uh, Bron Tron asks, what will you be wearing to the championship parade? Uh, in honor of the JD Taylor pod, <laughs> I'm wearing my, uh, my Bass Pro special, Justin. Love it. I love that so much. <laughs> Um, Actually, maybe I'll be wearing uh, Comes in tomorrow My Chettysburg hoodie Yes 
now we're talking. I love that. James Mattingly asks, how many players do you think we can draft this next draft? Ooh, great question. You take this one. The Thunder currently have three draft picks this upcoming draft. The Utah pick that they own is top 10 protected. Yep. Looking like it might convey. Yep. It's looking good. The Rockets pick is top five protected. That one I feel very strongly will convey. Yep. And then they either get to keep their own or the Clippers, whichever is better. The worst one goes out. Nuts. So that's three firsts. Are they making three firsts? Like three I, I, don't think, I don't think they're making three. It just, like we've talked about, right? It's just hard to find a place for that many guys, and it's going to get harder every single season. Mm-hmm. I could see them drafting two. And I even think two is a lot, dude. I, I do too. Um, but knowing like, you know, we've talked about like a trade. You got to play the numbers game, right? If Trey Mann and Poku go out somewhere, that potentially, depending on what comes back, potentially opens up spots that mm-hmm. you could cycle some new people in. Maybe one of those is a two-way. I, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if it could possibly be more than two. No matter Agree how with many you. picks they have. I think at least one of the three firsts that they have this season is getting traded. Either for a player, yeah, trading in a package to move up. That's what I think could be. Or trading the pick for like a 2030 top four protected pick. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those. We had like 17 comments about Poku. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that. What I expected. We'll address all of them. Uh, I think Poku is done. Yeah. Not I think. I know Poku is done. It feels that way. If they cannot get a trade done by the deadline for Poku, for someone who mm-hmm. wants to take a shot on him, um, he is a restricted free agent this summer. If the Thunder tender a qualifying offer, I don't even think they will offer him the QO because yeah, in Poku's best interest, he would accept the QO and come back on one more season. I don't think the Thunder are going to offer it to him. I think they're just going to let him become an unrestricted free agent and walk. Yep. It it matches how the Thunder have treated these contract situations historically. And I think if if there was any chance of it not going that way, he would be playing. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. It's tough, man. Let's any see. other comments? We have uh, Adam Zimmerman. What is your realistic projection for total wins this season for OKC? If you have to reassess right now, you said they could get 60. Let's hear I'll a go, number. I'll go. God, where are they at right now? They are at 25 20, and 11. 25 and 11. I don't know what pace that is. Give me 55. I like it. Grady Garrett right on cue. I said 55, 55 before the season. Love it. Good call, Grady. Good call. Niner by Nature says we're definitely getting 60 wins. Love the confidence. People are imagine? people are by no, I literally cannot imagine. If they got 60 wins, that's <gasps> stupid. Stupid. What did the what did the Kings end at last year? Not I can't 60. Off the top. No, not 60, obviously. But like I, I've equated this season a little bit to like maybe not as much now, but earlier in the season of like, it's a little bit like the Kings, right? Where they went through it 
they had a good roster and they just, it just felt like they overachieved all season. And like last season for the Kings in terms of like vibes, same vibes happening in Oklahoma city this season, like as much fun as light the beam was like, that's us with the Squirtle squad. Mm-hmm. At some point we're going to get the thunder to put the Squirtle squad on the, the King. Jumbotron. The Kings ended with 48 last year. Wow. That's a lot less than I thought. Off 48 and 34. Thunder and the chat is correcting eye. me. We are 26 and 11, not 25 and 11. Oh, well, there you go. ESPN has not updated. How about that? That's nuts. Thunder, I I, I feel like the Thunder are getting 48. Easy. Nuts. Easy. What a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> it has been... Uh, it was a rough road stretch, mm-hmm. but they came home absolutely obliterated the Portland Trailblazers. We will get Thunder versus Orlando Magic on Saturday. It's going to be a blast. We got another one here. Uh, Meek Leak, if we win the championship, I'll be sending Justin a full-body squirtle suit to dance on the pod. Sold. We'll do it. You don't have to twist 100%. my 100%. <laughs> uh, so Saturday against Orlando. After that, it is a pretty... Tough stretch, to be honest, yep. Justin. Yep. Um, I just had it pulled up, and I took it down. Here we go. They go on a four-game road trip. They have the Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, who are playing good, mm-hmm. and the number one, tied number one with the Oklahoma mm-hmm. City Thunder, Minnesota Timberwolves, before coming back to play this Portland Trailblazers team again. Yep. That four-game stretch will be difficult. Getting that one on Saturday against the Magic will be a big one. Yep. It'll Man. be a big week. Big week for the Thunder next Very week. Very big week sure. next week. We'll be with you every step of the way. Reminder, no post game Saturday night after the Magic game. I mean, if it's like a really special game, <laughs> maybe we'll do an emergency one. Jacob can't resist. But no post game Saturday night. We will break down the Orlando Magic game. Uh, maybe talk some trades, talk some league-wide stuff uh, on our Sunday show. So if you are not already, make sure you sub to the YouTube channel. We will be live Sunday at 9 p.m. Central Time. We are live every Sunday, 9 p.m. Central Time. The YouTube's been popping. Let's keep it going. Make sure you hit the like button on this video so more people catch our YouTube channel. The algorithm uh, will adjust. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Make sure you sub to the pod wherever you get your podcasts from. Drop that five-star rating. Follow us on all social media channels. We've got new stickers on the way. They should be here in a few days. We will tweet out those and probably start giving some stickers away. I think I owe some to people who did the uh, the survey, so we will get those out as well. Make sure to hit up the merch store where we have tons of stuff. I think you can access the merch store from our YouTube channel. You now. can as of today. Click the store tab on the end of our YouTube channel, and you can see all of our lovely merch. So go snag some merch. Um, may have some really cool news coming up. We've been uh, we've been cooking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Justin's been cooking a little bit, maybe some mm-hmm. spicy news on the way. So that'll be cool. And then, as we said, next week is jam packed and we will be with you every step of the way for that West coast road trip. So keep it plugged to the uncontested. Thank you guys. So, 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 so much. It's always a blast. You guys were here when we, when the thunder got their asses whipped by 75 <laughs> full circle, baby. It's the circle of life. The Thunder have repaid it to the Blazers. It's a fun season. It's a great team. 
We're not going anywhere. You shouldn't either. We will catch you guys Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time. Don't miss it. Until then, as always, Thunder Up! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com